Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plants, it's time to Hemp Present. Our radio resident Hempo Sapien, Vivian McPeak, will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to Hemp Present about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. Welcome to Hemp Present, a weekly radio show where you can get your PhD in THC because you don't just want to burn it, you want to learn it. Seeking to defeat prohibition one interview at a time and advocating for the plant, the whole plant, and nothing but the plant. Join me for a weekly reefer radio rebellion against prohibition as I speak with some of the principal risk takers, movers and shakers, and history makers of the cannabis industry, culture, and reform movement. I'm your host, Vivian McPeak. I am the executive director of the Seattle Hemp Fest, the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event. Held in Seattle in its 25th year, found at HempFest.org. I'm also the author of the book, Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hemp Fest from AHA Publishing. Transmitting from a hempcrete fortified bunker under a ramshackle reefer radio warren in an undisclosed location deep within the rumbling bowels of underground Seattle. My goal is to spread the green flame of 420 truth in 30-minute increments. Today's guest on Hemp Present is world-renowned cultivation expert Jorge Cervantes, who will join me in just a few minutes. As we forge onward to a time of standardized practices, tenets, and guidelines in regard to the introduction of cannabis into the mainstream society as well as the mainstream pharmacopoeia, the necessity of sound, unblemished science is paramount, and time is of the essence. Researchers from The Ohio State University recently reported that the most widely used over-the-counter pain reliever in the United States, acetaminophen, not only blocks pain, but it blocks emotions as well. 
Apparently, acetaminophen use narrowed the range of feelings experienced by those ingesting it. What they did not point out in the report is that according to federal data, acetaminophen overdose sends as many as 78,000 Americans to the emergency room annually and results in 33,000 hospitalizations per year. Let me say that again. Acetaminophen overdose sends 78,000 Americans to the emergency room annually and results in 33,000 hospitalizations a year. Acetaminophen is also the nation's leading cause of acute liver failure, according to data from an ongoing study funded by the National Institutes for Health. Just imagine if cannabis caused anything like that. In fact, the laws as they exist today suggest just such a conclusion. How is it possible that the substance that's almost completely harmless to the body is labeled as dangerous and deadly, and one that's actually dangerous and deadly is treated like the benign and harmless one? Acetaminophen is sold over-the-counter to anyone who wishes to purchase it, despite these known dangers. To illustrate the complete absurdity of the issue, there's no legal age requirement for the purchase of acetaminophen products such as Tylenol, a known killer. This is just one example of the dire social need that cannabis be clinically researched to every degree possible because it may be a safe alternative to a cadre of deadly, addictive, cost-prohibitive, organ-damaging drugs commonly prescribed today, or as we see, bought over-the-counter. What we already know and what a body of anecdotal evidence large enough to create a paper stack to the moon supports is that cannabis has almost unprecedented potential in medical applications. Every day that we wake up, needless suffering is taking place and probably quite a few needless deaths that cannabis could greatly impact if not completely prevent. But it's not only medicine that will benefit from removing blocks to scientific study. There are many environmental reasons that research and development of cannabis science and technologies could greatly impact as well as standardized agricultural processes of chemigation and fertigation, which currently potentially impact the environment. Environmental review processes required by the State Environmental Protections Act, known as SEPA, are applied to cannabis production. Even though they are based upon other agricultural commodities, and such restrictions need to be based upon specific studies of cannabis production itself. In addition, air quality, dwindling fresh water resources, and the potential carbon footprint of indoor cultivation are also causes for concern that necessitate an immediate lift of all laws prohibiting empirical scientific review of all things cannabis hemp. Outdoor growing practices in California currently are reported to require as much as 60 million gallons of water on a daily basis. In addition, illegal outdoor cultivation on an industrial scale often means clearing trees and constructing illegal dams and irrigation routes with little or no concern about the impact on the environment. The lack of stream water and sediment or a threat to salmon and other fish in the proximity of illegal outdoor grow operations and larger animals can often die from direct poisoning or eating poisoned rodents as powerful defoliants and herbicides are often employed in these illegal grows, taking place often on public forest service lands and in parks and other sensitive areas. It's reported that over one-third of cannabis seized nationally by law enforcement can be traced back to trespass grows in California alone. But can we really believe in the science that produced those numbers in this political and legal environment? In fact, that's partially my point. Indoor cultivation also requires innovation and research. Growing just four plants indoors can require as much electricity as running 29 refrigerators. It's reported that 4,600 pounds of CO2 is released into the atmosphere for every pound of indoor cannabis grown. What all this tells us is that the lack of peer-reviewed science-driven policy has created public policy that has been a wholesale disaster in terms of justice, in terms of public health, in terms of criminal law, and in terms of environmental health and quality. Someone who has extensive experience in the production and cultivation of cannabis is here with me today on Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio. I'm really excited to bring him to you today. 
Jorge Cervantes is the nom de plume of George Van Patten, an American horticulturist, medical cannabis grower and patient, publisher, and world-renowned author, writer, specializing in indoor, outdoor, and greenhouse cultivation of medical cannabis. His books, articles, photographs, and instructional DVDs are educational horticultural manuals demonstrating techniques for high-yield closet, basement, backyard, and gorilla gardens and have been translated into Dutch, French, German, Italian, Spanish, and Russian editions. Today, cannabis universities in the United States use his book, Marijuana Horticulture, as a main textbook, and his videos are instructional aids. Cervantes wrote a Q&A column called Jorge's Rx for 10 years and continues to write feature articles in High Times magazine. In 2010, Jorge Cervantes was presented with the Dr. Lester Grinspoon Lifetime Achievement Award for his contribution to the cannabis industry, and he's been a featured speaker at Seattle Hempfest, and I'm honored to have him here with me today. Hello, Jorge. Thanks so much for taking time to be on Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio. Well, thanks so much for having me, Vivian. It's a real honor to be here. Congratulations on your High Times Lester Greenspoon Lifetime Achievement Award. I've got the distinct honor of sharing that dignity with you as the 2012 recipient of the same acknowledgement. And I, don't, I haven't been able to say that before. <laughs> well, cool. Well, cool. That's, yeah, it's really a big honor, isn't it? You know, the, it, it is. Oh, my I'm, gosh, you and me have been in this forever. Uh, we have, man. It just seems like forever. For me, for the last 32 years doing this stuff publicly, and then underground, well, half of that was underground. I mean, you know, everything's changed so much now. Isn't it remarkable? It's great. I love it. And, you know, this, talking about the indoor growing, uh, that's how we used to have to grow indoors. But that's no longer the truth anymore. Uh, we can grow outdoors and in greenhouses, and we can we can use a lot of different techniques to conserve water and yeah. make this totally sustainable. Very very easy to do, and there's no way we should be using one percent of the electricity in California, for example. I agree. Uh, <laughs> that's that's a lot. So, so, Jorge, you began writing about cultivation in the 1980s, I believe. I'll hit you with one of my standard opening questions. How were you introduced to cannabis? Were you already a 60s counterculture true believer, or did you go through a cannabis conversion along the way? Uh, no. What happened was in high school, you know, we started getting all the drug edge. I graduated high school in uh, 1972 and had to think for a moment. Anyway, yeah, we were getting all the drug education. They were saying all kinds of horrid things about marijuana. And a friend of mine scored a lid, three-fingered lid of uh, Mexican dirt weed. Now, it was approximately an ounce if you count the seeds. Um, and four of us smoked it, and we got all so high. It was the most wonderful, enlightening experience of my <laughs> life. And that, I, I mean, that was it. <laughs> that was it for me. I was, I was in. You know, I went into a, I went into a, a, a recreational marijuana store to buy some herb uh, here in Seattle just recently, and I was talking to the girl behind the counter. I mentioned the fact that yeah, I used to get I used to get lids, you know, for ten bucks a lid, and she said, "What's a lid?" Quite <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so true, guys. <laughs> I, I only have a minute till we got to go to break. When you published your first book, Indoor Marijuana Horticulture, you adopted the pseudonym of Jorge Cervantes, an apparent combination of your wife's maiden name and your favorite author. What promoted you to go underground? What were your concerns back then in the Reagan eighties? Oh, boy, it was it was dangerous as hell. Uh, you know, people would get popped, they'd go to jail for a long time. There was a big drug war going on. It wasn't good to have your name in the newspaper, your actual name. Yeah, it was spooky times. A lot of my friends in jail. You have your door bashed in, right? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. And then also, like me, in, in my position where I go around and, and visit different grow rooms and help people and whatnot, what happened was, you know, you couldn't show pictures of that to anybody. So I had to get those out into the public without incriminating anybody. So that made it pretty difficult as well. We are speaking with Jorge Cervantes on Cannabis Radio. i got to take a quick pause for the cause because they're flaws and laws. We're just getting started. Uh, we'll be right back after this word from our sponsors with Jorge Cervantes. Time to roll out for the people that let us hemp present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Gondrepreneur.com, your guide to the cannabis business world. Gondrepreneur.com is a comprehensive resource for cannabis professionals and entrepreneurs. Download the Gondrepreneur app on your smartphone or tablet to catch up on cannabis industry news, scroll through our daily job listings, and learn about successful cannabis companies, executives, and investors. Gondrepreneur.com, helping Gondrepreneurs grow. Dr. Dauber, hurry! Its temperature is shooting past 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit. It's burning up! I'm afraid for this little guy, it's just too late. What caused the problem? Only Dr. Dauber can maintain the perfect temperature for a smooth-tasting, slower burn. This standard vaporizer lost all of its health benefits, sending it up in smoke. So you're telling me that most vapor pens burn so hot they produce smoke, not vapor? Correct! Keep away from those standard vaporizer pens and turn to Dr. Dauber. Doctor's order. Less heat, <laughs> More flavor. Growing green to generate more green. Hello to all you happy herbalizers, smiling, trippy hippies, and everyone who believes in freedom and tolerance. This is The Grow Show, and I'm Kyle Cushman. From food to fuel, from remedy to resource. Welcome my guest, Ed Rosenthal, the guru of ganja. Let me ask you, right now I hear your lighter clicking. Are you smoking indoor, or are you smoking sun-grown? What am I smoking? I'm smoking concentrate. <laughs> Way to get out of the answer there. So you're truly like the, the, the king, right? You just have you just clap your hands and somebody brings you a bowl and you're all set, right? Mm, I wish that were the case. <laughs> the Grow Show with Kyle Cushman, only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we are back on Him Present on Cannabis Radio with cultivation expert and author Jorge Cervantes. Jorge, you revealed your real name of George Van Patten in a public radio interview in 2010. What had changed for you to make you feel comfortable to come out of the grow closet, so to speak? Well, I'd been outside the United States for the last 10, 12 years. And I never had to hide over in Europe, for example. I've been living in Spain. So I never had to hide it all over there, and, and it was just, you know, uh, pretty casual, everything. They didn't have the big drug war like they had here. So I was used to not having to dress up in, in a costume and hide my identity. So when I, And then when I came back in 2010, it was a different world than when I left. It was much more open, and there was really a lot of the stigma was gone. So I figured that would be the best time for me to come out of the closet. And, and I just got tired of wearing a disguise all the time, you know? Yeah, when I think we, we first met in Amsterdam at the Cannabis Cup <laughs> well over a decade, maybe a decade and a half ago. And I remember yeah. you had a, a black beret and a, a black <laughs> wig and a, and a goatee, a black goatee and dark glasses, you know? You yeah. looked like uh, the most interesting man in the world. <laughs> Yeah, it was, um, well, that that was all for high times. But see, I'd crossed a lot of borders. 
I crossed borders. I'd come back and forth into America all the time. That's when a lot of things were happening in Canada. I lived up in uh, BC for, for quite some time during the heyday of everything and then later went to Amsterdam. But during those times, I'd come back and forth to America. So it was much better to have two identities. But that was, that was before the Internet was really strong, too. The Internet's really changed things as well. It's pretty hard to keep secret on the Internet. <laughs> Where did you learn to grow herbs so well, man? Um, boy, you know, when I got out of university, I bought a garden business with a friend of mine, a Chilean friend in Santa Barbara. And I started growing then. And I'd already, always been a lifelong gardener, but I started growing then, and then I picked up the, the Marijuana Grower's Guide by uh, Mel Frank, and uh, that was a, a big help. And then I just kept growing on and on and studying and uh, meeting people, and that's how it started. Gosh, I spent a lot of time up in Humboldt County. They were really, well, they're still growing up there. I was just up there recently. <laughs> Yeah, it's the promised land. Hey, I want to ask you what I think is the grow expert equivalent of the boxers or briefs question, and that is soil or hydro. Which do you prefer? Oh, soil for sure. I'm an organic guy to the, you know, forever. <laughs> I love organics. Uh, I'm real familiar with all other ways to grow, all kinds of different ways to grow. But gosh, organic growing is just so much easier. You just have to manage the soil, and that's about it. You overcome a lot of the problems organically and it, it's it's actually less work um i i grew a garden this year and i think i spent altogether 10 hours growing and that was it you know planting everything wow yeah it was a fair, fair, fairly nice garden um yeah you, you developed your own high intensity discharge light systems early on in your growing cannabis, have you heard of the 12-1 light program or Nelson's greenhouse growing principles that some claim can increase yield with less light and energy use? Yeah. Can you I comment mean, on that? Well, right at first, what I did was all the lamps were vertical over here because that's the way it all started out. Light bulbs hang from the ceiling and vertically, right? But when I, I'd gone to Europe and learned that you could put a horizontal bulb out there. And so I just turned everybody on to to a uh, 180-degree turn of the bulb, basically. And that just, well, it gave everybody about 40% more light immediately. So that was a cool thing. And as far as different light regimens for plants, you know, it's funny because we used to think it was 12 hours of darkness specifically that triggered flowering with plants. Yeah, uh, 12 hours of darkness and then 12 hours of, of daylight. But what we're finding is there's all kinds of triggers to all kinds of different varieties. It goes all the way from the ruderalis varieties that are daylight neutral. They'll start flowering after uh, three to four weeks of normal growth. And then you have these tropical varieties. They never really completely finish flowering because they're used to a tropical environment. But there's everything in between. So it's really weird. I mean, I've seen plants, you give them 12 hours of light for a month and then put them outside and say they're getting like 16 hours of light out there, which is fairly normal, you know, in northern latitudes. Anyway, they'll continue to flower, you know, and then other plants you put out there and it will change them. So what really they're talking about are different varieties that we need to look at and have a closer handle on. 
because they'll make the statement about the lights, but it's that's only half of the equation, I believe. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is there might need no blanket system or blanket no. light pattern that affects all plants differently. It's actually more individual on the strains and, yes. and uh, genus. Definitely individual individual strains because see there's well there's a big variance in these and we're finding also with all the testing being done now and we've seen it with the CBDs they've developed all kinds of CBD varieties within a couple of years and which is is amazing to me but there's been a heavy production CBD gene in quite a few plants and they've just had to get it to a dominant state well they've they, they found that so that's one of the things that that they've also been doing but the deal is with this this light it's going to be variety specific and i and and the reason i brought up the cbd testing is it's going to be because they're going to test and have specific varieties that they can guarantee how they will react with with light and darkness what do you think uh, some of the biggest enduring misnomers or myths uh, about cannabis cultivation are that just uh, won't die? Let's see. I don't. Oh, oh uh, if you mutilate plants, they'll produce better. That, Torture that, them, right? You know, you stab them through the stem, and all that does is cut water supply, cuts the the uh, fluid flow. Another one used to be hang them upside down. You don't hear that anymore. You know, it's really funny. There's a lot of the myths are really going away. You just don't hear them like you used to. Yeah, that's that's funny. People are pronouncing the word hydroponic instead of hydrophonic. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think the and you know, I've really noticed from the level of questions that I get on my website. I've got a website forum as well, marijuanagrowing.com. And the level of questions I get are much more sophisticated than just a few years ago. I think everybody's getting a lot smarter, a lot faster, and it's really refreshing. In fact, a lot of people are coming out of school with biology and science degrees and going straight into the cannabis world. It's really cool. (laughs) Your your book, Cannabis Encyclopedia, has already become a number one bestseller on Amazon. Can you talk briefly about the project? Uh, did you have some other contributors on that? Is that correct? Um, yeah, I sure did. Well, a quick overview of the book. It's uh, 596 pages, 8.5 by 11 format. So it's like um, three columns. It has three columns throughout. 2,000 photographs. And yeah, I had uh, two really, really great authors help me. Fred Gardner and uh, John McPartland helped on the, uh, or well, they wrote chapter one, medical cannabis. And they're, you know, experts. Uh, John's a doctor, and Fred's the, Fred's an expert. He used to uh, be a big, quite the big writer for Scientific American. And then Samantha Miller wrote Chapter Two, measuring cannabinoids, and she owns uh, Pure Analytics Laboratory. And uh, gosh, she's really an expert. She's made thousands and thousands of tests, knows the the chemical side of the plant inside out. And then the rest of the uh, the book I wrote myself, but I had a lot of help with the photographs. Mel Frank shot quite a few of the photographs, over 100, and so did Left Foot, who does a lot of the covers for High Times. And then I got a lot of other photos from, uh, gosh, people on my website. People were, you know, I mean, really forthcoming with photos. But I'll tell you, this book was a ton of work, uh, just a ton of work. And the best part is I had the best editors I could possibly find. 
Yeah, one anonymous editor, he's been in the greenhouse world for 30 years and in the cannabis world for the last 10, and he's very well educated. Anyway, he was my, my main technical editor. I had a light editor, uh, actual light, electricity light editor from the UK edit the, the lighting chapter, and then I had the best copy editor possible. Yeah, so it was really good, and then I worked with a lot of other talented uh, artists, too. So it's it's really is my best work. I'm very very pleased with it. And uh, that's Cannabis Encyclopedia by Jorge Cervantes. Is Amazon.com the best place to get that for folks? Is there another source? Uh, uh, well, you know, Amazon di- discount stuff, and that's where you can get the best price. Normally, it sells for fifty dollars. I think they sell it there for thirty five, thirty four, thirty five dollars. And but you can buy it at most bookstores now too. Okie doke, we are talking to Jorge Cervantes on Hemp Present with Cannabis Radio. We're going to take a quick pause for our brave sponsors, and we'll be right back and uh, slam it home. Time to roll out for the people that let us Hemp Present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. MJWellness.com, the largest medical marijuana community in the world. Connect with thousands of patients, doctors, industry leaders, and businesses through shared personal experiences along our worldwide network. Discover new therapies and benefits with content tailored to you. Come grow your network on mjwellness.com. You're not alone. Your wellness matters. Learn, live, and thrive. Check out mjwellness.com today. Your connection to quality cannabis insurance services is spelled K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R. That's Karcher Insurance. We have worked with ventures like cannabis for over 60 years. We're proud to represent over 50 companies with tailor-made cannabis plans for owners just like you to insure your product, your plants, and your pursuits. K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R spells out their full-service insurance services, ranging from commercial to bonds, to personal, from life to health, and more. Contact the team at CarterInsurance.com and let our experience work for you. That's K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R Insurance.com. Contact Karen and the team at Karcher Insurance at 1-844-421-3560. That's 844-421-3560. Chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Well, with four states with tax and regulate and the District of Columbia. The state of cannabis. Oh, my God, it's refreshing. We have people that generally wouldn't speak on behalf of cannabis for fear of retribution, fear of losing your practices, fear of of many of those things, and and find ourselves in in a a place that we finally can. Bringing you fact-based news and views and keeping listeners on the pulse of what's happening in the industry today. The State of Cannabis. On demand anytime, only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we are back for the final installment of Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio with Jorge Cervantes. Jorge, what do you think America will look like in 20 or 30 years from now in terms of full-scale industrial cannabis production uh, of cannabis? What's going to happen to the personal private grower? You think there's Boy, still, still really going to be a market a, out there? It's going to be a real good question. Right now, what we've got... The wholesale price of cannabis right now is $1,000 a pound for top quality outdoor cannabis. We're going to see the price go way down 
And I think we're going to see a lot of uh, boutique growers in the backyards because it's a really uh, relatively easy plant to grow. And if it were legal, I think a lot of people would do it, would grow it in their backyard just for curiosity reasons. Another thing is once it gets into the mainstream a few years down the road, like one one of my good friends owns a uh, vegetable and flower catalog, a seed catalog. And I'm sure, well, in fact, 10 years ago, he wanted to put it in, uh, put cannabis seeds in the Canadian edition. So I'm sure we're going to see people like that move in and it'll be just commonplace. So that'll drop the price down. It'll be kind of like um, having top quality tomatoes or having to go down and buy them. And then on the other hand, if you look at how easy it is to grow an entire field of this, like just one guy, me, one guy with a tractor, I could command an easy 40 40 acres of cannabis with just a little bit of seasonal help. And I could grow a nice big crop of, say, 6 to 10 foot tall plants, harvest them, grind them all up, make them into a concentrate and or whatever products you could other you could render. And that's probably about as much as, I don't know, the state of Oregon produces right now. It's pretty amazing how much you can do with a good just a good big piece of flat land. You know, Jorge, the, the DEA's Operation Green Merchant in 1989 closed down your store and more than 40 others in the United States. You reworked your indoor marijuana horticulture book and republished it with the unassuming title of Gardening Indoors with Soil and Hydroponics uh, in 1995. To get around that, I just want to say, you sly dog, you, I like your style, bro. Well, yeah, I mean, also having two personalities was a good deal because <laughs> – I could be Jorge's manager, and then I could be George Van Patten, the regular, <laughs> you know, straight plant author. Yeah, they called me the the Oregonian called me the organic guru. I remember they they did a big feature on me back then. That was that was pretty funny. I, nice, nice. You might have to spar with Ed Rosenthal for that guru title there. Jorge, uh, thank you so much. Our time's up. Thanks for being with me today. It's always so great to talk to you, man. How can people find out more about you and your great works? Well, all you have to do, it's really pretty easy. All you have to do is type in Jorge Cervantes into the internet, any search engine, and you'll come up with pages and pages about uh, Jorge and growing and stuff. I've got a website, MarijuanaGrowing.com. I've got a Facebook page uh, as well and a very big YouTube presence, uh, 10 million views on my channel. And just type in Jorge Cervantes into YouTube and you'll find my channel. So I'm very, very easy to um, to come across. Well, thanks for being on Hemp Present, bro. Hempy trails to you, man. Hey, thank you so much, Vivian. It's been a real pleasure. Now I want to get to a weekly feature, Hemp Present on CannabisRadio.com, and that is the quote of the week. And here it is, quote, I now have absolute proof that smoking even one marijuana cigarette is equal in brain damage to being on Bikini Island during an H-bomb blast. That is Ronald Reagan talking about the U.S. military experiment where they exposed countless service members to a powerful atomic blast without their knowledge or consent. That concludes this installment of Cannabis Radio here. Wait, put down that dab rig. I want you to grab a pen and paper because I want to hear from you. Email me at hemppresent at gmail.com with your suggestions, comments, and questions. Now get ready because I'm going to give that email again in a few seconds. I want to thank my beautiful peeps in the control room, Brasco and Hannah, my handsome sponsors, my good-looking producers. Join me next week for another Reefer Radio Rendezvous with some special Hempo Sapien. And for any of you red-eyed Jedis out there who operate a cannabis business, if you're smelling what we're selling here on Hempresent, you can become a proud sponsor and get your brand in the hand of the man with a plan. 
and be a sponsor of our message of freedom, reform, and personal responsibility because when it comes to prohibition, you have the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice, so find yours and speak up for justice because resistance is fertile. Until then, stay strong, stand tall, toke it easy, and don't forget to email me at hempresent at gmail.com. Turn up the music, maestro. I'm Audi. Freedom fighter. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.